Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hope Hotline. It is Friday. It's a good day. It's about to be a great weekend. Good things are happening. I didn't even look at myself before we came on. <laughs> so I'm just getting a, a peek at myself. I love it. Because I've been running around like a chicken here. There's always something to do. You know what I think is funny? I'm going to start before you start. Okay. I got something to say. Oh, please. First of all, the DMV. Oh, boy. It's done. <gasps> it is finished. As Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. So <laughs> it is the DMV. <laughs> I love it. Not that they parallel in any way. Right, right. Like but. what Jesus did and what the DMV did, not even close, right? But I'm just saying, after, I'm going to, you know, I give some props because we actually had to like, Google review works. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it sure Google does. review. I didn't know you could Google review the DMV. Yep. But my friend did. Mm. that's been having a problem with them with us. And he did Google review and we got a phone call from the supervisor of all, over all the DMVs wow. for our County. Okay. They called him, which I was writing a letter. Yeah. I had already placed a call and left my message on voicemail. She hadn't gotten the voicemail yet, but she sure got that Google review. She called him. Guess what happened? And it took 10 minutes. Everything's done. Like magic. <laughs> oh Voila. Don't you love it? You got to love it. Oh, it's like man. ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I told you guys on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I was having DMV problems. They've been solved. Like okay. as if you care, you don't care. But I'm just letting you, uh, giving you an update on that. And then I was going to give you an update on one other thing. Dagnab. I can't remember it. Hmm. I guess the DMV is really all that matters. <laughs> that was the most exciting. Yeah, which Tom will be sh- probably sharing on Sunday, yeah. the story, but like the blessing behind the whole thing, which is super exciting. Do you Yay. know about that, Tracy? Uh, a little tiny bit, but not really. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a big, 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 as Tom would say. It's a big deal. <laughs> big it's, deal. I mean, it's something it. like he's been praying in. For a little over a year now, mm-hmm. it has come to fruition for him. I told him, I said, I think that this, I, I've, I, he was standing in faith and uh, he was believing, you know, and he didn't know how it was going to happen. I said, I think it's going to happen for you this year. Look at that. It's only January <laughs> 26. And yep. it would have actually happened if it wasn't for the Dagum DMV. It would have happened way sooner than that. That's true. By about two weeks. Early, so, early 2024. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. I was going to say, say something else, though. Super relative. I don't know. There's something about something. You said you were busy running around. Was it something I else? I was running around. Yeah. But nothing else. I can't remember. I was running around, but it, it has nothing to do with nothing, like what I really wanted to say. So forget it. But my husband's really happy right now. So I bet. I got a picture of him with a big old cheeser. So Aww. he's smiling. I love it. Ear to ear right Aww. now. So That's amazing. Um, that's it. Go do your thing because okay. I can't remember. Okay. All right. So we are live on Facebook. We've got a few of you watching. If you're um, watching and you can, comment so we can see who you are. Say hello. Um, and you can like, share, and comment on uh, Facebook. That is the options there. And then when you're done, you can jump over to Rumble 
And Rumble is our place to be. And we already have, like, I mean, there's a whole conversation going. We got Sean and Logan, love you, Logan, Galena and Sarum, and everybody's Talia's in there, and obviously me as well. And so we're there. We want to have a chit chat and uh, just, yeah, keep the conversation going in there. Um, this is the place to be. Rumble is the place to be. They are allowing us to be able to have conversations and say words. And so we appreciate that. Black Robe is another option for you as well. That's our platform. So never censored or anything like that. Always available on Black Robe. We have an audio podcast. So again, if you listen to um, Apple, uh, Spotify, any of those places, any of those things that were, that were available. And lastly is YouTube. So again, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, get those notifications, say hello in the comments, and then come on over to Rumble and enjoy the conversation. Um, we need your questions as always. So whatever questions you have, send them in. Give us a little backstory to your question if you want. Um, if it's just super simple and self-explanatory, you can just send that. But we do love a little background of like why your brain is asking those questions. And there's so many good questions you guys have and you ask in like real life. So send them in so we can have them and play them for everybody else. And we have our merch store available. So we got our UBU t-shirt, our mug and our spoon we are in the process of the um, hat. We asked you guys last week for baseball or trucker, and it was pretty split. Um, Logan, oh, really? Yeah, Logan said baseball, but she was loving your trucker hat. So I just want to clarify that mm. the trucker hat was what Hope was wearing that everybody loved. So we're going to ask one more time today. And if you want a trucker hat with a netted background, trucker hat. If you want a baseball that's like just the soft like cloth all the way around, we need you to say baseball hat. And this is the last chance. This is all you guys get. And then we're going to start making this thing happen. So be on the lookout for that. And this is very exciting. Coming just around the corner on Sunday, January 29th. Uh, Hope will be doing her Dare to Be, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Here at Foundation Church. And there is childcare available. Men's Hub will be meeting that night as well. So you and your husband and your kids can all join. And lastly, just a reminder that Transfigured is here. Um, they are going to the 28th, so they have two more um, days available. And if It goes you, to Sunday night. Sunday night, yep. yep. So two more full days, um, and it's amazing. So if you're missing it, you can go back. It's all over YouTube and, and their own channel as well, Facebook probably as well. Unless, yeah, I think, yeah, I was on YouTube. I saw it. Um, sometimes they get uh, censored as well. Yeah, but they get banned, but he's on it this whole time. We? Yeah, we've, he's, he's hanging out strong. So, um, yeah, and that's, that's it. So if you want to jump over to the river, if you can join, um, your life will be changed. So Wednesday night. Yeah. Let me just tell you. Okay. Wednesday night. We were there Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he was talking about world events. Okay. And, like, it was so good. I told Tom, I'm like, I could listen to this stuff and it wasn't like world events like no it was relative to end times yeah. prophecy and did you watch it? no i Tracy? didn't now i'm interested <laughs> tom's like i could listen to this all which was right up his alley yeah, but yeah, i'm yeah. just saying spiritually speaking yeah. and then oh it was just so good like he knows stuff that people don't mm-hmm. even like he educated me on a couple things because i but tom pretty much knew all of it but what tom loves is his thought processes behind it but what he did is he did an education on america the slave trade what people think was the slave trade versus what is real slave trade it it was 
And then he brought it to today's event. I mean, oh my gosh. That's good. I'm going to go back. That's the part I did. I knew about some of it, but like, and how it relates to the slave trade going on right now. It it was so good. Yeah. Like, the man is so flippin' anointed. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, so this. It's so we're blessed when people allow themselves to be used by God to that magnitude. Amen. Because the thing is, is you have to be willing to break yourself down. And a lot of people aren't willing to to just render themselves useless mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit to just flow so mightily through. Because in order to get to that level, the things that you have to let go of are in, in the world's eyes are like things that people cling to. And what he did is he's like, he was like, uh, although I'm sure he um, found value in them, he was like, he found more value in, in just letting go of all the things that the world has to offer and saying, I really just want all that you have to offer, Lord. And like, if more people did that, oh, this world would be just, it would be flipped upside. I mean, yeah. uh, for me, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to give uh, all of us are like going after God in a mighty way so we can be the same way. And I love that I am surrounded by women in this room. I mean, you would think Talia is 17, almost 18. Like, she would be like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I, I got plenty of time for that. Mm-hmm. Even Talia. Yeah. Like, is going after God, fasting and praying. I mean, what you're doing with the youth group and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it doesn't, it's like when Paul was talking to uh, Timothy, Mm -hmm. like, do not despise your youth. And, like, even young people have so much to offer. And, like, if you start at that age, can you imagine the mighty woman of God you will be? Like, it's crazy. And the things that you'll accomplish for him. But that's, Pastor Rodney started at a very young age, and he just Mm -hmm. said, I rendered myself useless. I am going to be useful for the kingdom, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we have such a power. Like, it's just amazing, and it, like, propels you to really want to be. It's like I, uh, I Sarah, if the, I don't think this will, you're pretty much an open book, so I, I'm not going to. But, like, she has, like, I, w- I was going to say, like, I miss, I'm not on Facebook very much, but. Like, if I have to go and check something, then usually what will happen is Sarah's, like, little videos will pop up, and they're funny. Mm-hmm. But they're also very spiritually backed, right? There's always something, a nugget of some sort that she's putting out there. Even if it's her saying, I screwed up today, and I screwed up this way, but I'm going to look at it this way now. Whatever. There's always something good. And I was going to make fun of you and be like... Where you been, girl? But here's the thing. Where she's been is, like, letting go of it all, like the rest of us are, and, like, like digging in deep, fasting. To, but that, that's not something that she's just done for the beginning of the year. It's something that she's practiced. And it's so funny because on Sunday, she had a word. And the Lord's done that with me plenty of times, right? Where he's proven to me I hear his voice. And so... Um, but I don't always, most of the time, I don't ever go up and I never talk about, I never go and go on stage and say, here's what the Lord's telling me. Because usually 
it's for me, right? Mm -hmm. So for me to have to know so that I can see it confirmed to me later. So the Lord gave her a word, right? And so, and the Lord, and she said, well, if I, how did you say it, Sarah? Like, if hope looks at me, if hope looks at me, then I'll know, how did, then I, then I'll know that what I heard is right or something like that, right? Yeah. So I'm not afraid to like put myself out there and like go do things. And so we're always talking about like, do the opposite. So I've been like, really like waiting. Yeah. And the Lord will bring things to me, which is very uncomfortable for me in my flesh because I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'll do anything. I'll go up to someone in the grocery store. I'll do this. So I just have been asking the Lord, if this is it, like I need for you to confirm it. Yep. Just so that I know it's not me like acting in my flesh. Cause we can do that even though it seems like it's a spiritual 100%. thing. So 100%. I had prayed cause worship was very powerful and I had, said, but I want you to share what the Lord yeah. shared with you because they're going to see a testimony. And I know this. Yeah. People are going to, Tracy is probably going to give a testimony and it'll be, we may not even know it was from that Sunday, but it'll come back. Right. Because I knew in my spirit when you told me, but it should not have been shared. And a lot of times the Lord, when he gives me things like that, it's not for me to go up and share it with the congregation because there's appropriate times and moments for that. And, but it's for us. Right. But go ahead. I want you to like share it. So it's been happening a lot with me lately where I'll have different things in my own body that it's like, uh, my gum will be hurting. Well, that's, that's a weird thing. Like I don't have issues with my teeth. And then I had spoken to Tara like a couple days later and she was like, yeah, I've been dealing with this gum thing. And I'm like, so what the Holy Spirit is showing me is that I walk in divine health. Amen. So when I'm experiencing things like that in my body, it is because his healing is going to be released for other people. So during worship, beautiful time of worship, very powerful, my stomach started to hurt. And I was like, well, I don't have stomach issues. I walk in divine health. So right now, in Jesus' name, I believe that people are being healed from stomach issues and stomach conditions. Mm -hmm. And what do you do with that? Like I knew in my spirit, that's what was going on. And I was like, well, if hope looks over at me right now, (laughs) then I will go over there and tell her. And it wasn't, it was like not even a nanosecond. Like I turned my head and she looked right at me. Which I never do. I never look, (laughs) I kid you not. I don't ever look at like I'm usually worshiping and straight up. I'm looking at making sure to be perfectly honest. I'm making sure that the people who are directing are actually directing well and that the cameras are being well, done. That's good to know. Yes. So if I'm and broadcasting, you're watching that. I, I do watch it because <laughs> like that's part of my job. Like yeah. I have to like, I know it's Aaron's job, but it's also like Tom has assigned me to make sure things are flowing in the service mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I'm always looking at the screens. I never look at her. Yeah. So that's yeah. when you told me, when the Lord told you that, yeah. I was like, okay, that's great. That's yeah. definitely from the Lord because yeah. I do not look at you. Yeah. So I just, what the Lord was saying was that right now during this worship time, people are being healed of stomach issues and that's the end of it for them. They will never deal with it again. The only thing that will be coming from their bellies from now on are rivers of living water. Is that awesome? Amen. And so I was like, now normally, like I, cause 
I'm not scared. Like, give me a microphone. I'll get up in front of a crowd. I'll do this. But yep. the way that the Lord is like refining me and yep, it's just, it's really a beautiful thing. And I've so. been there too, because I'm yeah. not a person that's afraid either, but the Lord has had to do the same thing. Per- people who have our personalities, which are in some ways just, they're very big personalities. And they, and I always say this, I can be too much at times. Like I'm a, I'm a lot for people. Depending on the person, they're like, whoa, back up the truck, you know, when they, with me. So I know that. And the Lord has, when he does that, um, when he makes you not be so big, he makes you more usable because not everybody can handle that big of a personality. And so, and it's too much sometimes and you're just full of life or whatever, but it's, but what I think God's trying to do with that is make it so that you're usable for almost everybody that comes across your path. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So the refining process is a beautiful one, but sometimes it's just like out of the ordinary mm-hmm. of what you're used to. Mm-hmm. But then he does that, mm-hmm. you know, and you just sit there and go, that gum and I am hearing from you and you're yeah. just making me a better me, you know? And yeah. it's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. It's seriously awesome. Yeah. But but I, I can't wait for you to get back to your little videos, like, because they make me laugh. But um, <laughs> it's a good time. Good time. So it's such good things. But uh, I'm, I'm really happy with the way our church is just grabbing a hold of just getting closer, walking and anointing. And one of the things that Tom and I pray every day over is everyone in our congregation, the hedge of protection that surrounds them, no sickness, illness, and diseases in their body, um, that they would walk in anointing, they would walk in power, they would walk in authority, that they would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. If they don't know that the power they walk in, it would be revealed to them. There are certain things, um, because once you realize, but the only way to make that happen is you die to your flesh. You become more of him and less of you. And so because of that, I see a lot more things happening in our the body of believers that we have and their boldness to not only believe for others, but like it's not always easy to believe for yourself. Right. And now I see people are like grabbing a hold of things and they're like, okay, that's not just for somebody else. That's for me. And I'm going to take it and I'm going to grab it and mm-hmm. claim it mine. And that is Flipping awesome. But a lot of that comes through fasting because you're dying to your flesh and you're realizing who you are in him mm-hmm. and being not like so many people um, walk around with inferiority. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. And then when you start fasting, you realize I am worthy Amen. because all that stuff dies. You know, mm-hmm. it, you just shed all that nonsense that the world has either put on you, you've put on yourself. Or uh, life has just beaten you down. Mm-hmm. And yep. so that's where you're at, you know? And then you just realize, that's a lie from the enemy, and I do not receive that. Amen. So enough about that. <laughs> Although it's all good stuff. It's but so if good. you haven't been there to see Pastor Rodney, don't miss it. Because you will not be disappointed. And mm-hmm. it, listen, the man is so funny and entertaining. I like, I know we don't go to church to laugh, but it. God sits <laughs> and laughs. So why shouldn't we? Amen. First question. Okay. Oh, does anybody want to add? You know, have you, you've all been to Pastor Rodney's, right? Yeah. Do you agree? Oh, like, yeah. 
It goes by so fast, too. It goes by so fast. You're there, like, for hours and hours, but it goes by so fast. So daggum fast. And his his the people that work, that church is probably one of the most friendliest churches yeah. I've ever been to. Yep. Like, everybody is just is very friendly, very kind. And if if you run into a situation where it's not, it's like a one-off. Yeah. You know, maybe they yeah. just had a bad day. But on the norm, everybody is just... Always so nice. They they do a great job there. So yeah. like our people at our church, because our people, like I hear from people so often, we are the most friendliest, inviting, yeah. kind church I know. there is. I know. Which is awesome. That speaks awesome. volumes about the people who come. Absolutely. So, um, just making sure. Okay, nothing. All right, first question. Now, this first question, I know little to nothing about. I've done it since I've owned property. But I just, I was asking the girls, I'm like, what do you, what do you think? So I'm probably going to ask them again, what do you think? Because I literally, do you think property tax is theft? I don't know why, like, I was asking Tracy, why would somebody think property tax is theft? I mean, I feel like I'm being robbed, yes, because you're taking my money, but... I think anybody who takes my money is wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like literally. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. You take my money and I don't want to give it to you. You're robbing me. But Sarah made a good point. Anytime you're tax, anytime you're taxed nowadays, it's not worth it because they're not really giving you anything cuz they're not backing you. Like right. you you um, vote these people in. And then they don't do a daggum thing they promise. And right. then they don't supply the things that you they, they say they're going to. So in all reality, probably I am being stolen from mm-hmm. because they're not doing what they say they're going to do. Right. So um, so I don't know. I, mean, I literally have never thought about whether or not property tax or even like any kind of tax. I mean, I believe like my federal tax. Am I getting robbed there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm paying for people who are sitting on their butt all day long. Like, I'm killing myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not actually killing myself. <laughs> but I have killed myself in the past and were like slaved for every daggum dime, mm-hmm. which that's life. Like, especially when you're younger, like you're going to be working really hard when you're younger so you can get to a, a place where, you know, you're not. So uh, I still don't want to give somebody, though, money that's not working. Yeah. You want to work and you need help? I'm your girl. You ain't going to work. You don't work, you don't eat. That's how I feel. That's mm-hmm. what the Bible says. So true. Property tax. So let me tell you about property tax. Property tax is a tax paid on property owned by an individual or other legal entities such as a corporation. Property tax is a real estate tax. And I keep getting, I'm going to have to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Um, Property tax is a real estate tax. It is calculated by a local government where the property is located and paid by the owner of the property. Now, Sarasota County, super conservative. There's a couple of you that live in Charlotte County. Not all of you live in Charlotte County, but me. Is Charlotte County conservative? Oh, Sarasota. Vanessa, are you Sarasota? I'm in Sarasota also. Oh, you are? Yeah. That's all the way down there is considered Sarasota County? Yeah. That's amazing and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. Oh. I thought that was Charlotte. No. On the right-hand side must be Charlotte then. And the left hand must be Sarasota. Because I know it divides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought you were so far down. So you're Sarasota. You're lucky. Yeah, 
Oh my gosh! But you still pay city tax. You pay city, and that's that's not cool. City and county tax. I only pay county tax. But Sarasota County super conservative. Mm-hmm. Unless you live in the city, and they ain't co- too conservative. They're very liberal. Right, right. Is Charlotte County conservative? I think they are, because we usually vote Republican. Like they, when we they usually win. Republicans usually win every time. Are you Charlotte County? You're Charlotte County. Do you know if they're conservative? No, you have no idea. I think no one is. Conservative well, that's true. Anymore. Right? Well, exactly. Like, that they're they good name, point. In name to only, a certain right? extent, that's true. The rhinos, rhino, Republican in name only. Yeah, rhinos. Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Are they really? Probably not. No. No. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Where good point. I feel like like we. We made a huge upheaval in our school board. Those people are super conservative. Yeah. Like we flipped the script on those yes, you, liberals yeah. that were had an R in front of their, or yeah, an R behind their name. They literally were not. Yeah. But in our county, you have to like, I've known people who are Democrat and they will register as a Republican because they know they can't win. And so <laughs> they implement, yeah, they implement wow. their liberal things because we're so conservative here. So, yeah, especially at the school board level. Yeah. But some people went in there and they like, what's that, what's that tractor that has the thing when you're trying to do a garden and it has that grinder behind it? And you're trying to Tilling? grind up the ground? They no. till it. Is, is it yeah. a tiller? Tilling. Tilling it's the till? land. I'm yeah. telling they tilled that ground. Sounds good. They tore that sucker good. up and they put some new stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Our, now our school board, which is what you really have to do. Yes. You have to start at the city and county levels, yes. and then you work your way up. If you Amen. want your area to really be different, you can't, can, you can't do it from the federal level. You have to start it at the, the local level, and then you build from there. That's mm-hmm. how you make change. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't really realize that because their hope is in the federal side. Right. Those people ain't working for you, just like Sarah said. They ain't working mm-hmm. for you. It's all about them. Mm-hmm. So, so let me keep going. Uh, property tax is a cal- is calculated uh, by a local government where the property is located and paid by the owner of the property. The tax is usually based on the value of the owned property, including land, unless you're homesteaded, and then they take off like twenty five thousand in our area. Take twenty five thousand dollars. Is that a state? Is homestead? Isn't that a state? thing where they take $25,000 off for the state of Florida. That's one of the reasons why people move here is because we don't pay any taxes, um, state tax, and then we we actually have a homestead exemption. I think we're mm-hmm. one of the, not few states, but we do have a, is, is, it, yeah, is the homestead, homestead. 25000 for state oh, oh, homestead? How much is it? Yeah, it is definitely state. Homestead. Okay, because I know it's 25000 Yeah, okay. Which is fan- fantastic. So with us... Whatever our property is valued at, then they take $25,000 off of that, and that's what you pay property tax on. It might be more this year. What? It's as much as 50000 Up to 50000 Oh, I think it's based yeah. on, though, like, if, if it's a very expensive home. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah. Like, but on the whole, okay. it's twenty five. Does it say that? Because that's but what my understanding. Only on your primary residence, right? So right. No, only on your primary. Only, yeah. If it's a rental, right. yeah. no, no go. And you and a lot of times people will um, say they're they are um, when they buy a house here yeah. because they don't really get a, any advantage living up north. What they'll do is they'll homestead their house here. They'll stay stay here six months in a year right. and then they don't pay any state taxes. Yep. 
and then they homestead their house. Right. Which, as long as you live here, more than, I think it's six months and a day, then you get to do that. Okay. So, um, the tax is usually based on the value of the owner of the own property, including land. However, many jurisdictions also tax tangible personal property, such as cars and boats. Yes, they do. We all pay property tax on our cars here. Mm-hmm. But we only pay it once. Right. I lived in Virginia. We paid it every year. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you paid emissions. That's what Massachusetts Every was. year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was ridiculous yeah. how they taxed you. <laughs> yeah. We don't do that here in the state of Florida. I, I believe Tennessee is just like Florida. That's mm. why so many people move to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, I know this because. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's one of the reasons why that state was open to us. Plus, their gun carrying. True. You know, their governor is Christian. Like, all that stuff matters. But, yeah, uh, Tennessee is just like us. That's why a lot of people move to Tennessee, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. The local governing body will use the assessed taxes to fund. This is Sarah. Sarah, you and I don't believe this. Not anymore, and I guess the other girls don't either. But this is what it's really supposed to go to. But the pothole me and Tom hit on the way to church last night for his podcast proves otherwise. Yeah. The local governing body will use the assessed taxes to fund water and sewer improvements and provide law enforcement, fire protection, education, road and highway construction, libraries and other services that benefit the community. That's where our money's supposed to go to. Right. I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, I4 has been under construction now for 20 plus years. Yep. So is I90 uh, I75, but I I4 is like insane. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to get on that highway, just, you know what? Pastor Rodney sent this uh, this uh, direct, uh, this DM to, to Tom, and it was, what is the five worst places to, or has, I guess, most accidents or something like mm-hmm. that, or has, it's like the worst highway to yeah. drive on, and it's like, and one of the things was accidents and stuff like yeah. that. I four is number one. Oh my gosh, that's wild. I and that that beats out California. Right? Are you kidding me? I know. I four was it. Ugh. I hate I four. Like, oh my gosh. please. I mean, stick me on a drone and fly me over. <laughs> Golly, jeepers! I can see that. I'll pay huge money. I'll pay huge money yeah, to not. I do have to put myself on. I'll pay huge money not to have to deal with I-4. It's like the worst of the worst. So, sorry, people, but I'm getting phone calls, which just kicks me out. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. So, I don't buy it. I don't buy what they're selling because I ain't reaping no rewards from that. <laughs> Our libraries are the same. Mm-hmm. The only nice ones that I've seen is different cities that yeah. have gotten theirs built. Not from the county, but um, I don't know if it's theft, okay, legitimate theft, but I feel robbed. <laughs> I hate paying any taxes at all, ever. Definitely don't feel we're getting our money's worth. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with Sarah on that. And um, I don't know, like, how, how, do you, how do you change that? You can't change that. And, and then, you know what drives me crazy? It's go, supposed to go to Cal... You know, your your taxes go to 
the schools, right? Right. But then they ask for a penny tax Mm -hmm. for the schools. It's like you're already getting that. Why are you asking me for more? Like, why don't you budget your money better? Yeah. Because I know of people who've worked for the school system Mm -hmm. and the waste that goes on in there and the jobs of some of the job titles that they have Mm -hmm. are a daggum joke. Mm -hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. Some of the... like getting paid over six figures for some of some of them, it's it's yeah, outrageous. It's true. And you want to give make me give you a penny tax? It's only a penny. Yeah. Now use the money that you've already got. <laughs> you don't need to charge. But they they keep trying to pull those things. I just don't I don't get it. So even a penny I ain't giving you if I can help it. There you go. So next question. Let's go. What's the biggest thing the Lord has changed about you from when you were backslidden? Oh, my gosh. Good question. Where do we begin? <laughs> I really want to make it about me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whoever asked this question, I it fell in line. So, And the next question coincides with it. So I'm going to answer it. But it, yeah. I mean, I don't mind answering questions about myself, but I really don't feel like people really care. They do. I really don't. But yeah. I'm going to answer it. Because, and you know, then we'll ask them over there, huh? Yeah. You know why they care, though, is because they see where you are now and it like gives them hope. So, like, if you say something that relates to them, like if you struggled with this or that, whatever, like they can find little spots that relate to them, like, okay, that's something she's overcome. If she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I find, <laughs> I find it, I find me boring. I don't know. No, nobody so, finds you boring. That's why I'm we just have like, a bo- okay. You know, people, boredom is about listen, to set in, maybe for some people. Sixty-two people are here to hear you, <laughs> so sixty-two people care. <laughs> I, I haven't even started. They were just here for property tax. <laughs> no, they weren't. And, and whether or not they were being robbed. <laughs> okay, maybe. we're about to drop in numbers, people. <laughs> no, I will tell you this: that I think the thing that God has changed me the most because before I was when before I walked away from God, I was actually a very nice person. I was. Uh, I was, people would say, you're too sweet. You're too nice, right? Imagine that, me. Too sweet, too nice. And what happened is I walked away from God. Uh, The world beat the crap out of me because I allowed it. And then you get so hard-hearted and so like, like, you know, have you you ever heard the term, um, I'm the only one that's going to, take care of my take care of me what's that mm-hmm. that uh, no one else is going to watch out for me so i'm gonna i have to watch out for myself isn't that how yeah, it goes? take care of number one or something take care of number, number one, one but that's not like i used to say it all the time uh and it wasn't that it was like well nobody else is going to watch out for me so i gotta watch out for myself that's okay. what it used to, okay. i used to say so and i literally was like i will protect me from anyone anything no one will ever hurt me again no one is ever gonna like take me for a chump like, I will hurt you before you can ever come close to doing anything to me. And there's a lot of people um, that, uh, mine was from a bad relationship, but a lot of people um, feel like that because, like, life has, like, if you look slightly different than anybody else, people feel like they can say and do whatever they want to you um, because they can. So they're, they're going to just treat you meanly. Um, whether it be, um, like I always say this, but there's some people whose ears stick out, like 
And I've heard like, and it's probably because, you know, my family, like a lot of the men in my family, they have larger ears mm-hmm. and that's that, not that they're like poked out, but they're just bigger ears. So people make fun of theirs. Like they can help their ears. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like there's some people who have like a small body, big feet. So um, some, some women are just hairier than other women. And so they get made fun of in that. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I only know this because yeah, I, I... I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Vanessa, just so you know. That's Vanessa. But I'm just... But, mm. but listen, I know of people mm-hmm. like... And then there's guys that can't grow any hair on their body whatsoever. So like Tom, he didn't have one hair on his body, he said, until he was like 21, 22. And he's in... Like he's in, maybe it was younger than that, but but not much by much. He's playing college football, in changing in front of all those guys playing college football. He went there at seventeen. Yeah, he's hairless. <laughs> like he can control that, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are some things. There are some people that um, they were born and they're just bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, can you control your weight? Yes, you can. I mean, Sarah will be the first one because Sarah, like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Sarah, like, you, you're a perfect example of, like, mm-hmm. like, you made a decision, and so did I. Like, mm-hmm. I gained weight, and, like, people, they were never mean to me, but you start losing weight, and everybody starts going, you look yeah. way better. Okay? <laughs> but, which I, know. I appreciate. It's so true. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not busting, but I'm just saying there are things in life. Like if you grow up in a home where like I didn't, my, like my pam, fam, my parents were pretty thin, mm-hmm. but then there's families that you grow up in and they're, they're, the parents are not thin. So they're battling, either they're eating poorly or maybe they're not eating poorly, but they just have, they don't like, they look at food and they gain the weight. And then you grow up and you have that same metabolism or whatever, and you consciously have to be watching everything you're eating. And if you don't, then you're gaining the pounds. And then people treat you, people who are overweight say they are so ignored, like people act like they don't even see them. Okay, now, Sarah, you've never had to deal with that, but I'm saying <laughs> you, you lost a lot of weight. How many pounds did you lose? That's a lot. Like, you, that's a huge deal, like how much you lost. Mm-hmm. It was like 60 pounds. That's huge, yeah. though. I may have also gained some of that back. But <laughs> Vanessa, how much yeah. did you lose, Vanessa? 70. Yes. Yeah. Now, am I wrong about people and how they treat? Now, they didn't, you guys were never, like, always attractive, always dressed nice. Like, it's not the same as what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking 600-pound lifers, okay? I'm talking about people who are, like, 100 to 150 pounds overweight, and they get treated very poorly, and I'm saying I'm not saying that you can't do something about that, but even still, why treat an individual right. unkindly yeah. mm-hmm. because of that? Yeah. And I find that people do that. So when you grow, you guys weren't treated badly, but you are, you know what I'm saying, though, correct? Absolutely. I, there was when I was um, heavier, just that feeling of being unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Like not included, and not just like I don't know, sought after. That's for sure. Yeah, like, I, I've heard, but you really, listen, I knew you when you were 70 plus, and you were still, like, you always look, so can you imagine somebody who is even more 
overweight and that doesn't know how to dress properly or do their hair or like, Mm -hmm. because they were never taught. Like for me, I just sit there and go, why? When you, when you grow up in that, what happens is you become very wounded. You become very jaded and not everybody because other people go the opposite Mm -hmm. way where they're now so sensitive. They're so hurt. They're like, everything affects them, right? right? And then that leads to depression Mm -hmm. versus fight mentality, right? So for me, all of my stuff that I put myself through personally, not because uh, some people were horrible to me, I put myself in a bad position because I put myself in a bad relationship. And then from there, it just escalated from being like angry, 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 angry. I was very mean I was I was just a very hateful if you think I'm lying like ask my mom and my sister like I was so mean and so hateful and just had no regard for anyone or anything Mm. and I look back and I'm like wow you are such a different person I'm better now than I was when I got and not because and I'm not a sugary sweet person so I'm not actually nicer I'm just more balanced than before I when I got before I ever walked away because uh, I was so sweet that it was almost fraudulent. And that's that's not really uh, it wasn't fraudulent for me, but there's a balance to even sweetness. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. You can be too nice. Yeah. And that's not good either. No. So I find that I'm now like for me, I am so grateful because I know what I'm saved from. Whereas before I grew up in a Christian home, I got saved at five. Yeah. You don't really realize what like, what he really purchased for you until you walk away. You get exposed to the world. The world eats you up, spits you out a little bit. And then you're like, oh my gosh. I, like, it's like you can't even fathom not having a Christian walk or having God in your life. It's, you're so grateful. So I think I'm a more grateful, I'm way more full of joy. I'm not bitter at all. I mean, sometimes I'm bitter, but for the most part, I'm never bitter. <laughs> sometimes things make me bitter, but I get over it very quickly. Yeah. Um, just, I'm just a way better person. I am, it is night and day, but hurting people hurt people. Yeah. And I know that is a very, like, uh, what's that guy's name that did Purpose Driven Life? Rick Warren. That's a very Rick Warren thing to say, mm-hmm. which I'm not a huge fan of Rick Warren. But um, hurting people hurt people. And that is true. 100%. But if you are a person that brings life, then that changes everything around you too. Yep. And so for me, um, like... I don't, I loved confrontation like there's no tomorrow. I was like, bring it. In fact, I might bring it in hopes that you respond. I mean, I was like, loved every daggum minute of it. Confrontation was, brought me joy because that would mean that I would either hopefully knock you down to size or we might get in a physical altercation, which might make me very happy. And I kid you not, at 24 years old, you're still, like, throwing fists. I mean, you're a pathetic individual. If you're at 24, (laughs) you're throwing hands still. But I was. 
Mm-hmm. I was. And, I, and it's a shame to say, but that's when you are that hurt, you're that angry. Right. And, or you can be that angry. And um, a lot of people will say, you know, and I've heard Christians say this, um, that this is just who I am. Mm. And God, God knows uh, this is just who I am. And he made me this way. And I say to you, bull crap. No, he didn't. If you're an angry, hateful person, if you don't have kind things to say to people, if you love taking your bad day out on other people, it's actually opposite of what the word of God says. And he, he allowed you to be saved in that condition, but he expects you to change and right. to be Christ-like like him. Colossians 3, 8 says, but now you yourselves are to put away, put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. So for those who say, this is just who I am. God made me like this. Mm -hmm. No, he did not. What you allowed is up to that point, like I did when I walked away, I allowed the world to make me be a certain way. I made personal decisions to behave a certain way, to respond to certain things, to use filthy language, cuss like there was no tomorrow. Um, I chose all those to, to do all those things. God didn't make me that way. We were born with a sinful nature, but to the extent in which we allow that sinful nature to take over is all on us. I mean, we have to take responsibility for our actions. We can't lay it all on God so that we can act poorly because Colossians 3.8 says, total opposite. You're to put away those things once you become saved. You're not to allow them in your life and you're not to coexist with them. And think that it's okay. So you can't treat people however you want. You can't talk to them however you want. And like it is a it is a big deal. Like when you drive down the road and somebody cuts you off and you're a believer and you stick your finger, your middle finger up at them. Sorry, those days are old, are gone. Do would I love to be able to flip people the bird? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> I would. Like every day. Oh my gosh. Every day. Really? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. I would love to, to flip people the bird. Oh, Guess what? I don't get to funny. do that. I die to myself. And I don't do those things mm-hmm. because they're not Christ like. They don't honor him. Right. Um, I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Be I'd rather honest. be honest with you guys Absolutely. than to lie. Would Absolutely. I love to cuss people out at times? On Wednesday, I definitely would have loved to cuss somebody out. Oh my God will not allow me. Yeah. yeah. You don't get to do those things. Right. And then justify your actions because somebody didn't do right by you. Right. I don't even think, like, people flip people the bird jokingly or they cuss at people jokingly. Like, they'll call other people the B word just jokingly. That's not funny. It doesn't honor God. And your mouth... Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Would you say and would you do that if Jesus was present? Because he is. The Holy Spirit is in the room. He dwells with you. And every single time you do those things, he sees them and they dishonor him. You are not a a good representative of the Lord when you behave like that. And my thing is, is if somebody in the room looks at you as... um, I went, I don't know if leadership, like, um, like for me, if I'm in a room, well, let's not use me because I am in a leadership role. 
Hmm, I can't use any of you guys either. Let's see. Let's just say you're in a room. Ah, we'll do this. Okay. Say, I got to fix my hair. It's driving me crazy. No, wrong, okay. oh. wrong way. Okay. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. See, I, that hair is driving me. Other way. I can't look at myself and do it. Oh, I just made it worse. <laughs> I was like, which one? I can't, I I can't, I can't even not look way. at myself. I not look at myself and I go the wrong way. Yeah. What are you I've doing? mentally, I had these hairs that were dangling and I could yeah. feel them. They were driving me crazy. Okay, so <laughs> let's just say you're in a group of friends, right? And all of you think that you're equal with one another. But maybe there's a friend that's not saved and maybe there's a couple of friends that are saved with you, right? And you decide that you're going to um, be funny and either and call your, your friend the B word or whatever, or use the A word, which I love, but I don't use it. Um, or maybe you're walking away and you, as you walk away, you flip them the bird. Do you know how you, back in the day you walk away, don't leave, don't, I didn't do this because in high school I was saved. But I would have friends as they walk away, if you said something smart to them, as they walk down the hallway, yeah. they turn around, they give you yeah. the bird. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not do that. But I had friends that did. Now, here's the thing. If I had done that to them, being a Christian, the ones that were younger in their faith would have thought, that's okay to do. Mm -hmm. And then the ones that weren't saved would say, oh, she's just like me. What's what difference? difference? Am I, I, right. like, I'm just like her. Yep. It's okay. Yep. It's not okay. The word is very clear that you're not to use foul language or do any of those things. You're to set yourself apart. Like if you, they think that they're like you, how do they know that they need to change? And then like witnesses, the witness of your mouth, like it's super, super important. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4.31 says, let all bitterness, wrath, Anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. If you are saved, you can't act and talk like the world anymore. You are set apart. You're to be Christ-like. How will people know that you are different if you don't talk different, if you don't act different? You're, the way you function as a person, if I was still angry and bitter and reacted the same way as I did when I wasn't saved, people would, as a, a leader, people would go, she's a, hor she's a horrible representative of Christ, correct? Mm -hmm. They would. Then what is the difference between cussing and flipping the bird or like they're doing other hand motions? And What's the difference? One just seems better than the other to somebody, but if I mistreated people and responded to them, to them the way that I used to, people would question my Christianity. And they would say, is she like, that's not how a Christian behaves. What's the difference? A Christian shouldn't be cussing either. What's the difference? Does that make sense to Absolutely you guys? Absolutely, it does. Mm -hmm. it does do, you, do you disagree at all? Do you disagree with what I'm saying? I don't. I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think... The mouth is super important. I do too. Do you, I mean, now, listen, if you, if you guys feel differently, be fine, totally fine. Yeah. But do you think cussing is okay? I don't. That's why I stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's so, why I stopped doing right. it. Talia, I know no. you don't cuss, but do you, but 
when your friends that call themselves believers cuss, do you think it's okay? Or do you correct them? Or what do you do? Yeah, I correct them. You correct them? Because you don't think it's cool, right? No. Vanessa, what about you? I do not actively curse anymore. <laughs> anymore. Actively curse anymore. That makes me concerned that <laughs> I know. this morning. Did you just stop 10 minutes ago because we got we were on this topic? <laughs> right now she doesn't. But tomorrow. <laughs> I've never been a, a cursor. So it's, yeah. uh, You've never cut. You've never been you never really cuss like on occasion, but not. It was not a regular. No, like it was for me. It was every other word. Anymore. Absolutely not. I like. I had a field day with every cuss word that was available, <laughs> and I used it every other word because I obviously had no good vocabulary. Like you just show how yeah. you just show yeah. how limited your vocabulary is yeah. when you cuss that much. Yeah. Like you have obviously not a lot no of brain cells functioning. <laughs> Sarah, like I know Sarah's like kind of like me. She's walked away from God. She's come back. So yeah. like because of that, I know you cussed. I cussed even before I walked away from God and would like be like, it's fine. Like, Jesus, really? I'm sure Jesus dropped F-bombs. Like, what? Jesus didn't really? Even, this is what I would say. Jesus didn't even speak English. So why does he care if we're saying these words? Like, I had a whole. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you for that. Yes, I did. Until I was convicted very strongly by the Holy Spirit. And then I tried to change it myself and yeah. could not. It was like a part of it, me. It's not that easy to do so if you do it. Yes. I literally found like 30 verses that were talked about like your mouth and not having filthy language. Yes. And just every day meditated on those verses until God burned it out of me. I had to do the same thing because yeah. it was so ingrained to me because mm-hmm. I cussed for so long. That I literally, because I was very convicted too. The Holy Spirit was v- convicted me harshly. And I literally said to the Lord, I was like, you're going to have to help me because I don't like I cuss. And sometimes I don't realize. And this is when I was newly saved. This is like within the first three months of walking my getting my life right. And um, like if I was around my parents, I wouldn't do it. Isn't it amazing how around certain people it's okay to cuss unless you're around certain people and then you don't cuss yep. so if it's so okay and it's so right yeah. then why don't you do it all the time yeah. Yeah. you don't no. because it's not right yeah. and if jesus again was there and yeah. you thought jesus was there you probably wouldn't do it but he is mm-hmm. he is there all the time but that's interesting because i was the same way i was like holy spirit you're gonna have to help me because i don't think i can do this on my own and mm-hmm. as soon as i did that it was like boom wow. super simple that's Do you awesome. ever like slip? Nope. I never slip. But I listen, we're, we're talking like 30. I've right. been, my life has been fixed for 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like I probably, I think I slipped maybe when, it, maybe I was one or two years in. Yeah. Of getting my life right. And I think it was probably, I think I was, I do remember one time slipping so long ago. And I think it was, I said the S word. Because somebody, like, I thought I was going to get hit yeah. by something, you know? Extreme. And I was like, right. I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Holy crap. It's because it's still there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to pull that nonsense out. Yeah. Oh, but no, I've never said sli- like, well, what's the difference between the S word and crap? Like, what's the difference? There's a big difference, you know? though. I'm saying. No, I know. Biblically but speaking. Yeah, like, there is a big difference, but though. But it, it damages your witness. That's the bottom line. I mean. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. 
I agree with you. And if you crap is okay, and that what I would say is, if there is no difference, then just say crap. To the to the, the to the Christian cusser who wants to cuss, well, if they're the same, yep. then it won't be a big deal for you to just say crap and let the other one go. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. But the problem is, is it's it the cussing is emphasis. It has an emphasis yeah. with yeah. it. Yep. So that's really. I question it. I really do. Um, like if you have not changed, if you don't look any different, and I'm not talking about like your vocabulary. I'm talking in general. If you don't look any different from the day that you asked him to be Lord of your life and you, because when you ask, when you ask him, when you get saved and you're born again, you are saying you're Lord of my life. You rule the show and I, I don't anymore. So that means everything changes. And the word repent means you go the opposite direction. If you don't look any different, and I'm not talking about the newbies, because newbies, you're working it out, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You should be growing every day Amen. differently. Yep. But if you've been saved for three years and you look the same, you should really question whether or not you're really saved. I mean, I'm not kidding with you. You should really look and say, did I mean what I said? Is is he the Lord of my life? And am I really saved? Because no day should ever reflect the same. You should be growing every single day and you should be changing every single day. And I remember after my first year of being saved going, I don't even know who that person was. Like, I am so, no, I'm, op, I'm so opposite and I still... There was so much that God had to work out in me, mm-hmm. but I, I did not recognize the old me because I had changed that much. And that's how people should really be. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is, a new, is in Christ, so if you are saved, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. So you have died, and... The old you is put away, and a new you should be be constantly evolving, constantly changing. You should never look, no day should look the same as far as you as a Christian. You should always be growing, always becoming more and more like him. That's what we're supposed to look like him. That's what Christian means, to be Christ-like. We reflect who Jesus is by our, our walk, our behavior, our talk, Everything, actions. Um, so let me just go to my next question so that we can finish it up because I got two minutes and, and I'm going to yeah. run over a little bit, but I'm going to finish because it kind of goes with the other one. Yeah. What did you do during the time that you miss? And if it isn't a sin, would you still enjoy doing it? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. If it wasn't sin, I still do it. <laughs> I don't compromise. Yeah. Like, I don't try, like, there's so many people who live on the line. They try and stay as close to that world as they possibly can and still be able to go to heaven and be, and now, I don't live, I don't live in the gray. I don't live, like, trying to, like, fit both worlds in. No. But if it was sin, it is gone. If it's not sin, I, I do it. I don't really care. Like, I'm not religious. I don't live a religious life. I don't make things. I don't like, 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 um, 
people say it's a sin to, to smoke a cigarette. It's not a sin. It's stupid, but it's not a sin. I don't make things that aren't sin. I don't smoke, but I'm just saying. People become saved and then become religious, and they start casting off all these things as if they are sinful. It's like dancing. Is dancing a sin? Nope. Dancing is not a sin. Okay? Now, I can tell you the way I used to dance is sinful. (laughs) Not appropriate at all. Uh, Yeah. But... Can you dance? Yes. Uh, should you use wisdom and the way you dance? Yeah. yeah, you should like not be sinful and cause somebody to lust when you're dancing with them. But can you go to a wedding and dance? Yes, it's not a sin. What are other things that people make religious that are sins that are not? Like like you used to do in the world, but you like people will tell you you can't do them anymore. I mean, definitely on holidays and stuff, like oh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. But we've already, we've already talked about yeah. that a lot. But that's, yes. that's the one thing that you still, like you're yeah, not. Yeah, very religious. Like, uh, like people, uh, yeah, that's very, very true. I mean, but, you know, I will tell you this. I love, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I absolutely love and have such a great admiration and respect for people who make a stand on certain things, even holidays, mm-hmm. yeah, that say all holidays mm-hmm. because they feel like they're pagan. Right. Like they make a stand on all of them. And, and I'm not talking Jehovah Witness. Okay, I'm talking Christians yeah. who say, I really feel like that is a pagan holiday and I'm not going to support it and I'm not mm-hmm. going, our family will not participate. I love that yeah. because I'm like, man, I have such a great respect for you because I'm the opposite of that on mm-hmm. acknowledging and recognizing those holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let your yes be yes and your no be no for anything more than this is from the evil one. So people make these stands and they make no exceptions to them and like they live by them. And I'm like, I, I mean, I admire that. I love that because yeah. you are a person that doesn't just fit things into like convenience like mm-hmm. if it's inconvenient and you still feel convicted about it you stick you stick by it do yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. yep i do for sure um so um let's see let me see let me oh well my first one is uh what would you what did you do during the time that you miss and if it isn't a sin would you still um, enjoy doing it i will tell you i and i this might be where my son gets it from but um <laughs> I, I loved fighting. I loved, and this is stupid because I literally should be dead because the people that I tried to pick fights with could have killed me. Thank <laughs> God people intervened and broke us up because, and I was even in my head at the time thinking, thank you, Jesus. And he yeah. had nothing to do with it. I was like, thank you, God, somebody came and broke this up because in the moment I'm so mad mm-hmm. that I do something stupid mm-hmm. and I start something that I obviously cannot finish, but somebody came in and finished it and broke us up. I am very grateful for that. But there were times like I did get into physical altercations and I was capable of winning and I loved every minute of it. Like I loved like inflicting pain. Oh my gosh. And it is sometimes like there are sometimes that I would just love to be able to just go like that really quick in their face and just walk away. Me too. Me too. Just one time. I channel it though. Yeah. I channel it. And I don't do it. I'm just saying. I, I think just miss that. Tommy might have some friends that you could just like, you know, every once in a while, just, yeah. 
Yeah, but then they might hurt me. So I really don't. <laughs> like, I'm not about being hurt. Right, I'm more right. about <laughs> inflicting the pain. Okay. And that's the thing. Yeah. I never really, I mean, I did get punched back um, a few times, mm. but nothing to the degree that I could not handle. Yeah. Right? Um, but they could have hurt me way worse. But I got broken up and my life was saved. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, the stories. I can imagine. I can it's imagine. <laughs> the stories are not good. But, I mean, they're funny now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. not good. Um, let's see. Let me look. Let me, I, I can't remember. I love cussing. I wish I could cuss. Again, I'd love to, <laughs> I would love to be able to flip people the bird. I, it's not allowed. Um, I would love to say the A word. The A word. I'm like Tom. The A word was like my, outside of the F word, the A word was my all-time favorite. For everything. I don't use it. I loved it, but I don't use it. You, you like, I love Jesus more than getting personal satisfaction out of flipping somebody off because they pulled out in front of me. You know what I do now when, um, when somebody flips me off, you know what I do? I don't know if you get, I, do you guys have a, do you guys have something that you do when somebody flips you off? Jared does. I do. Jared does. Every, not every single time, because not, it's not possible every single time. But if it's possible and they flip me off, I always go. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, and every time they keep looking back at me in the yeah. room, I'm like. <laughs> oh my god! I let them think I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you want to flip me off? Go ahead. But I, you know what? I don't care. And I'm going to make you think I absolutely do not care, which irritates them even more. The more you wave to them in a weird way, the more it irritates them. Jared gives them a thumbs up. Jared. <laughs> That's good. You know what Jeff does? What does Jeff do? He yells out, I am number one. <laughs> That's good. I might have to do the thumbs up. Talia? You've never driven, really. Yeah. You just got your license, so you don't know. Yeah, but you got to think. Range. You got to create your own. Sarah, okay. do you got anything? You're usually the one flipping the bird, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. You got to have a response now that you're not the one being mm. able to do it. It frees you. It I like let's flipped off like in a huh? very long time. It'll mm. happen today. I, though, I was going to say it just happened recently to me. About, yeah. It today. yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't been, been flipped time. off in a long time either. But I'm just saying, like. You got to have a response. You do. Does anybody? I got a peanut gallery over here, too. Oh, boy. Do you, do you, National Norma, Norma? Norma blows him a kiss, she said. She just blows him a kiss. Heather, do you have something? Ne Heather, you've never been given the bird. Why, you're driving even? Yeah, you driving? Oh. <laughs> I don't drive mm. like you. That's baloney. She said mm. she doesn't drive like me. I've been in the car with her. Mm. That's not true. She may not be as bad, but it's irrelevant. Maybe she's oblivious to people. I think she doesn't pay attention. I don't think she pays attention. There's no way in life that you've never been flipped off. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's oh, that's true. true. She has been that's chased true. down you and were threatened to be down. killed. That. <laughs> that is true. Like, yeah. literally, yeah. have you ever heard that, was that on story? Her to, she was Where on her way to my house. Oh, she was on her Tuesday way to your group. house? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah, that was, that was scary. Like, yeah. she's, like... They were legitimately trying to do bodily harm to her and another person in the car. That person was not right, though. No. Mm -mm. And she did nothing. Right. Just for the record. Right. She was just sitting at a light. <coughs> Normally, I would blame her, but she was doing nothing. And then my son, Tommy. 
<laughs> you have an arsenal of responses. Are any of them that we, you, they're biblical, right? <laughs> they're appropriate. They're biblical responses. For the Pope hotline. <clears throat> Please, Lord. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> if he's annoyed, he waves them off. You look the other direction, and he ignores them. And the other one is he blows a kiss, too. Norma! <laughs> Norma! Oh, that's when she was battling whether she was saved or not. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. I've been in the car with Norma. I'm driving. She has road rage for me. Yeah. That's true. I'm, I'm yeah, good. I, I get and that. She's, she's like... I get that. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like disrespect. I do get that. And don't be in the car with Tom because we feed off of each other. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I <laughs> Literally. We're angry drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, truth. <laughs> no, Heather knows. Yep. If anybody's been in the car a lot, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that you can't hear any of them because they've got no microphones. So it's, yeah, which is a good thing. <laughs> We're eight minutes over. And I have no segue into being saved. But we're going to just do it. Yeah. I mean, people might have came back for this, remember? There's, there might be people watching that oh, wanted people to people might have come back because on Wednesday. Wednesday I didn't do the salvation call. Right. I doubt that highly. <laughs> you never know. But I pray every day over this podcast that people who don't know the Lord will somehow, some way, accidentally get on this podcast because I can tell you when I wasn't saved, when I walked away from God, I would be driving down the road and I'd be flicking for uh, music. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like a song that I knew, a Christian song, like it would be weird, a Christian song that I knew from when I was saved, somehow, some way would just pop up on the radio. And at first when I was not being, I mean, God was drawing me in, but at first when it was all started, I was so hard hearted that I would flick. I would just turn the channel and it would mean nothing to me. And eventually as that happened, I would slowly listen to a little bit and then a little bit more. And before I knew it, I was crying mm -hmm. and I, had, and then I knew I'm like, what's going on with me? Mm -hmm. So I know as I've prayed Somehow, maybe Tracy's right. I was being funny, but there is truth. Maybe there is somebody that doesn't know him that maybe you did come back because you want to be saved. and Or maybe somehow, by a fluke nature, you just stumbled upon this podcast on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, or Rumble, and I'm hitting it just right because the Lord has been drawing you in and drawing you in. Maybe you knew him at a one, one time. Maybe you've never known him. But this podcast, something has been said that relates to you. And you want something new in your life because he's the only thing that brings peace and joy. And you can go out and you can have happiness, but that is not the same. Peace and joy is not the same as happiness. Happiness is a feeling. Joy and peace are fruits of the Spirit, and they only come to you when the Holy Spirit dwells within you. And then you have all of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So 
If that's speaking to you and you want to get your life right, what I would love for you to do is just say this simple, quick prayer with me, and then like, you're going to have the best weekend of your life because today's starts a new day for you. And from this point on, if you stick to it, then life as you know it will never be the same. Your best days are ahead. Say this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I thank you for helping me find this podcast or putting this podcast on. Today is my new day. I thank you for what you did on the cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to be Lord of my life. Wherever you tell me to go, I will go. And whatever you tell me to do, I will do. And from this day on, I will live for you. And my future is heaven, eternity with you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Your best days are ahead if you said that prayer. I'm grateful that you did. If you um, want a great Bible, if you need help, whatever the case may be, if you need to find a good church, please let us know. We'll hook you up and uh, we'll get you started. And in the meantime, we'll be praying for every single person that does like say the sinner's prayer, get their life, get their lives right so that you stick to it. Because the parable of the sower, it's in Matthew. The parable of the sower is very clear. Most do not stick with it, but we're believing that you will because the cares of this life take them out. So if you send that prayer, stick with it. Don't go back to the old life. It has nothing for you. God has got something amazing that you can't even comprehend or understand. Your future is bright. Thank you for um, watching. We will see you on Wednesday. Have a phenomenal weekend. If you come to Foundation Church, you call it your home. We'll see you on Sunday. If you watch us, thank you for doing that. And it's available to all that do not have a church home. Live stream us. We are on YouTube. Well, not really YouTube. Black Robe. Rumble. Go to them. Rumble. And also Foundation. It's on Facebook, right? For Live, it's on Facebook. Go to, the, go go to, to any Rumble. platform you can. Yeah. Find us, watch us, and be a part. You won't be disappointed. Have a great Sunday. Our weekend. Bye. Real talk.